Hello, welcome to our podcast, Rolling R. I'm Jennifer. I'm Angelique. I'm VNA. And I'm Melandra. When I think of skateboarding, the first thing that comes to mind is none other than the beautiful West Coast. And after doing my research, I realized that I was right. Skateboarding was invented in the 1950s in California. It was a sport that was created by surfers who wanted something to do when the waves were low. Yeah, it was fun for them to find something similar, but it took them a little while to get a hold of it. They then decided that their on-land boards need as much pizzazz as their water boards do. 30 years later, in 1980, that is when the first illustrations were drawn under their boards. Skateboarding did not only spread in California, but all the way to the UK. Around this time, there was a lot going on in history. For example, the civil rights movement was going on, and JFK was assassinated during this time. I find it fascinating that all this can be going on and some surfers who wanted something to do when the tides were low created a whole new culture for things today. Another artist whose work will be talked about by the interviewee is Francisco Goya. His art was prominent during the late 1700s and early 1800s. He was the first court painter, the highest position available to an artist at the Madrid court. With his most famous painting being the nude Maha, it portrays a nude woman laying on a couch of pillows and was most likely commissioned. April Skateboard, owned by Shane O'Neill, is the large distributor of skateboards. They are talked about in the introduction of our podcast and their influence on the skateboarding world. This company is a team of Olympic skateboarders who distribute their designs to skate shops to sell. They also have a website where you can buy from. With their contributions towards artists and skate shops, they have provided a way where everyone can love the act of skateboarding and the art that lies underneath every board. Today's topic is skateboard art. I first want to talk a little bit about how I got into skateboarding. Mm, Long story short, I had these two workers that let me get on their board for my very first time ever. And like a week or so later, we went to Southside, which is a skate shop, to customize my own board. So I had to choose my board, and I'd say that was probably the hardest part of of it because there were so many different designs, all of them which looked really, really cool. But in the end, I got this design by the Team April, which is designed by Shane O'Neill, one of the team members from the team. Uh, I was particularly attracted to this one board because it was, it had like a pink and black colorway on the board. On the top of it, it was like fuchsia, almost red, and it looked really, really cool with the black in the back. So in the middle is like this big A with a face, like this big neon A with a face. And what's really interesting about it is who is the face? What does it really represent? So for me, I took it kind of like, hey, this is you facing your fears because in skateboarding, there's a lot of tricks that as a beginner can be very intimidating. So as a beginner, you have that fear of falling, but with time, that gets easier and easier. And you do what is called shredding, where basically you mess up your skateboard art to where it's no longer visible. So when I saw it, I thought this would be perfect for my first skateboard. I'm here with... Xavier. And we're here to talk about Xavier's weird board. Let's start by describing the board. 
this is fanning of Saturn eating his sons. And it's, um, that's pretty much it. It's cool. Um, yeah. The painting is... Odd. Yes. When you got into skateboarding, was this a random thing? Or did something or someone inspire you to get into skateboarding? Okay, so actually, I got into skateboarding around uh, freshman year. There was this guy named Alessandro. I loved the art on his board. He, he, he was super good, too. And I I became friends with him and just started skating with him. And it was so much fun. And I saw that he had a uh, FA board. And so I looked into the FA boards. And I liked it. I loved the art. But then I ended up finding Madness. Madness boards through FA. And I just started searching through the uh, Madness website. And it was this board that I saw. And I, I fell in love with it. It was great so when you saw this board um did you like love it at the first time and you were like that's the board i want or yeah it was love at first sight it was such a nice looking board it really just stuck out and i i loved the way it looked so i i pretty much bought it on impulse okay so i'm looking at the board right now and it's it's hard to look away like it's so disturbing but it's so hard to look away from the board um, the painting is by an artist called Francisco Goya. Um, I was going to ask, do you know like any of other of his art or anything else of him? Yeah, there's actually this uh, one painting of this uh, cat. Uh, it, there's these four ladies that are tossing the cat up in the air with a sheet of uh, this like blanket. And it's just really odd for its time period, and I, I, I love that about it. It's, I don't know, if you saw that during that time period, you'd like, this is weird no why is this this isn't the norm it's weird and i don't know it just stick out and i think that's what's so like interesting about it what does this painting represent to you or like what does it mean oh well, uh i guess there's no real meaning behind it besides uh i just i just love the art it's it like i said it sticks out it's different it you wouldn't expect to see this on some skateboard You'd expect it to see on some, like, mural or something. And the fact that I get to destroy it is so almost calming. It's it's really nice to have something you love underneath the board that's meant to be destroyed. It's meant to show progress. It's really interesting. It's nice. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of skateboarders um, get a lot of art that they know they're going to destroy. Like, I know Jennifer at one point said that she had a face on her board. And her whole point was, like, her goal was to destroy the face under her board. Is that, like, something that you do, or is that just a hurt thing? No, it, it's <laughs> not just a hurt thing. It's it's actually pretty popular to get um, art that you like on your board just to destroy it. it it's calming. It shows your progress. It shows how, how far you've come from when you got the board. Because usually a board will last you maybe two maybe three months if you're not skating it too much but usually a lot of skaters will just destroy their boards and then after they're done with them they'll snap them in half and just throw them away uh it's it's honestly like really fun to do it's nice it's like i said it shows your progress and this painting had you ever seen it before or when you saw the skateboard was that the first time you ever seen it I had seen it before. I, I was actually really into the Roman gods. Um, and so it's something I'd seen before. But seeing it all over again on the uh, Madness website, it felt 
like it was something new to me. It was, it just stuck out. I, I don't know how to explain it too well. So talking about your skateboard art, um, do you think skateboard art is important to you? Do you think like it represents you in any way as a person? Yes, extremely. It's even with the um, the wheels or the bearings or the trucks. It's uh, it shows you. Even when you put stickers on the board, it shows you. It's your expression of yourself throughout your board. It shows. Hey, I put effort into this board. I found this board. It's me. And now I'm gonna like make it even more me. I'm gonna make it. I guess a part of me um I see this like painting on the back of your board and like this definitely like says Xavier all over it like it's so weird and yeah just weird and disturbing <laughs> I'm not not, <laughs> not not meaning that you're disturbing but like the painting is just like very disturbing but that's like definitely something like you would expect from you you know mm-hmm. like I see this picture and I'm like oh yeah that's Xavier like, even though, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, this board is, like, you, in a way. Um, if you didn't have art on the deck, would you still skateboard? Well, yeah, of course I'd still skate, but I feel like with the blank deck, I wouldn't be as happy. It's not, it's not something I'd enjoy destroying. It's, I don't know, it, it's almost like, it's like a car. Um, you... You wreck cars? <laughs> <laughs> no, not like wrecking a car. It's like you don't want a, just any car. You want you always want a specific car, like me with my my car. I I love it. Do you think that having like art or stickers and everything does? Do you think that influences people that want to skate more? Yeah, of course. It's like with me when I saw Alessandro's board. I, it was so nice. It. And then he had just made it his own, and I was like, "Damn, I I want to skate now. I want, I want to not be like him, but be myself. I want to express myself throughout this board and just g- get better with it, and then move on to the next one when I need." Mm. Okay, so one of the last questions I have is: Is there a certain board that you would like to get in the future? Actually, no, I I don't look for boards in advance. I feel like it's almost disrespecting the board if you look for another board in advance. It's it's something that I think should happen in like the heat of the moment. You you just finished with your board, now you got to go look for a new board. And you just got to f- look at what really speaks to you. What it just sticks out to you. You got to pick you. You don't got to pick in advance. It's almost like a waiting list. You don't want a waiting list. Okay, so you feel like it's more of like when you see the board. It's like a love at first sight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you see it and you're like, oh, that's the board I want. Exactly. It's it's something that just happens. It's not planned. When you looked for boards, or when you were looking for those boards, um, were you looking for something that was like out there? Like, did you purposely go and were like, I want a different type of board? No, I wasn't purposely like, oh yeah, let me find something that people are going to think weird and like disturbing. No, it's, (laughs) it was just, um, it was just what I saw. It's what I fell in love with. It's not like, I guess, trend setting. It's just staying with you. 
So yeah, basically you're saying that these boards are you. Yeah, it, it's got to be just like you. It's got to become a part of you. And then that part of you is going to get destroyed and you're going to move on to a higher part. That's all the questions I have. Um, I guess thank you for coming and being prepared. So I think we can say goodbyes now. So it was nice having you. Thank you for teaching us all about your interesting board. <laughs> and we're here to talk about the emotional side of this painting by Francisco Goyao called Saturn Devouring His Sun. Um, we've all seen the painting and how do we feel about that? I don't know, when I first saw it, it was like, it kind of took me by surprise. It's a little creepy, not gonna lie, but I liked it. I think it's pretty cool. Going off what Jennifer said, it's it's a very gory painting with blood and the sun's head gone, it looks like. Um, it's just something that I don't like to see. Like, I wouldn't want to wake up in the middle of the night and see that on my wall, you know? Like, I'd get scared. It's not really a pretty painting. So in Francisco's paintings, Saturn is obviously eating his son. The son is like a full-grown man. Well, without a head. But it's a full-grown man. And compared to all the other paintings like that have Saturn devouring his son, most of the time, Cronus is eating a baby. So why do y'all think that Francisco did a whole adult? I think that he created the painting or the son as a grown adult because he wanted to d differ from a previous person's art peter paul rubens where you can see saturn is eating a baby it looks like but i think yeah i think that maybe because maybe his son was going to be overpowerful or maybe they showed that when the son grew up maybe it's like a girl version of the baby it shows like how the sun's gonna overpower, so he killed the sun and he ate him. I think from Francisco's painting, it's like the sun is already grown up and has already overpowered Saturn, and so that's that's why he would like he ate his son. I guess if that makes sense. Versus the other paintings where the uh where Saturn is um is eating it as a baby because he already knows like that his sons are gonna overpower him if that makes any sense so talking about the rational side of this painting um this painting was made by oil paints so goya uses um like a very dark background and then the painting itself of saturn devouring his son is very like it pops out if that makes any sense do you have anything to say about that uh, you can also see in the painting that um, with the sun's red blood, it also clashes with his pale skin and the pale skin of Saturn. Well, I agree with Vina when she says that the oil in the painting looks like the clash. And it's not like just a big bright photo where you can clearly see what's going on. It's dark. The only like really vibrant colors maybe like the red and the paleness of his skin and that's about it but other than that it's just a very dark painting well adding on to what alondra was saying in the painting only like certain colors pop out such as the red from the blood and as well as the white from saturn's eyes saturn's eyes in the picture are like very very wide and they're like you can see the white 
of his eyes come out. Everything's very like clashed together, you know, it's dark. Bye. All right, that's the end of our podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.